0: Today, we are covering Hellraiser from 1987, but we have a special guest. We have Keith, also known as Bored Now on YouTube, joining us today. He does movie reviews as as well as TV series, so hi, Keith.
2: (laughs) Hey, Alyssa. Hey, Jess. (laughs) Thanks for having me.
0: Yes, of course. (laughs) Um, but before be we here. go into the review, let's grab our cups and talk about tea. We always like to let our guests go first. So, okay. what tea are you drinking no today?
2: Okay. <laughs> I've got a tea from the Good Earth brand from California, oh. which is like a green tea and nice. it's Moroccan mint. Oh, so, there it so it's, it. it's basically like peppermint and various stuff like that. And, yeah, said to be, dates back to 1970s California. So it says, you got no chance of coming out boring if you were born in 70s California, apparently. (laughs) That's that's pretty cool. It sounds pretty
1: cool. That's a pretty bold
2: claim. (laughs) (laughs) It really is.
1: I mean, they (laughs) are (laughs) not wrong.
2: That's what I've gone with. Nice. Sounds nice.
0: I went with Plum Deluxe Garden Grove Green Tea. It's got green tea, jasmine flowers, rose petals, dried cherries, and vanilla essence. And as we have had to say in the last few episodes, it is an affiliate. But thank you, Plum Deluxe, for allowing us to continue
1: doing what we love. And I am also on the mint wavelength here. (laughs) So I went with Mm -hmm. Bigelow's perfectly mint tea
0: oh you always go for that one
1: i do it's one of my favorites
2: it's
1: (laughs) it's just black tea and spearmint but honestly like that's all you need sometimes (laughs) just tea and mint
0: (laughs) it does help with allergies though
1: (laughs) it does and my allergies as you can probably tell are crazy right now there's just so much pollen in the air
0: yeah yeah yep (laughs) But for our tea sippers out there, brew yourself a cup of tea, sit back, relax, and we hope you enjoy the review. So, Hellraiser, specifically from 1987. Don't get confused the from the newer one. This is the original, <laughs> the OG. But it's about uh, yeah. uh, <laughs> uh, this husband and wife move into uh, this house, and the husband like cuts himself. And the wife later finds in the attic her deceased brother-in-law Frank, who she also cheated with on uh, with her husband or wait with her husband cheated with Wait,
2: how do you <laughs> he did
1: on her husband? He on her husband. <laughs> like, like, how do you
0: With words? Her. How do you language? And then <laughs> <laughs> But anyway, so Frank convinces her to give him sacrifices so that way he can regenerate. And so he's regenerating, and her stepdaughter, Christy, goes into the attic and finds out about Frank. And so she steals this puzzle box. And accidentally unleashes the underworld, pretty much. And she she goes to show them Frank. And chaos ensues. But Christy makes it. So, that's what's important. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, but for entertainment, I would rate this one, honestly, a 7. I will be honest that I saw this movie years ago and I... Didn't really appreciate it that much. I kind of thought it was a dud. I'm like, why do people like this movie? But I think, honestly, it's one of those movies that you have to watch multiple times. Because whenever I first watched it, I was confused the majority of the time or as grossed out from the gore uh, which i guess <laughs> trigger warning there is gore in this movie <laughs> but, uh, if you didn't know but i really like the the style of this movie it's it's dark but it still leaves you at the end appreciating what you watched like you you still see you feel satisfied at the end like you don't feel like upset with how they ended it but I think it's because like Kirsty, yeah. they made a a pretty sympathetic character but the effects of the movie were pretty decent there were okay there were for the time I hate saying that because that seems like oh back in but those even... days <laughs>
2: I now because I think a lot of films are ruined by too much computer-generated yeah. effects now.
0: Yeah, okay. like it, it had decent practical effects. There, there were a few things like the the blood consistency and the skin when the averts gang pulled not to be too graphic. But th- those times it did kind of you're know, like okay that's a movie. But whenever Frank is not completely regenerated. I felt like a lot of that was pretty realistic. I think a part of the reason why this movie, what makes it kind of scary is not just the body horror, but the fact that the puzzle box that unleashes like the underworld, it pretty much opens and closes on its own accord. Kirsty, she gets cursed for no reason. It's like she just grabbed the box... And then the box is like, ha ha. And then, it <laughs> and then even whenever she's trying to lock them back in, uh, it's like the box is actively trying to reopen. That's definitely terrifying. And then I don't know. I was kind of wondering if there's like some level of symbolism, you know, since wife uh, cheated on her husband, where it's like, oh, skeletons in the closet. But this time it's like, oh, skeletons in the attic. <laughs> it's kind of like a play on like keeping secrets from the husband. But then also like the body horror aspect, and then also this element of having a force that you can't control, otherworldly stuff. is just and then there's even I don't know, I felt like there's some in addition to the body horror, I felt there's some weird BDSM things too. Oh
2: yeah.
0: Yeah. But yeah, and yeah. then the movie I was talking with them um, after it's like it feels like it does feel kind of like a an early gothic type of movie where I feel like a lot of outfits in the 90s might have been inspired <laughs> by some of the clothes yeah. it's like I don't have a whole lot to say because it is a movie that I have to digest a bit mm. but I I did watch it multiple times this was my second time watching it in a matter of several years that had been a while but I definitely yeah. if you haven't watched it I I recommend I I feel like this movie needs maybe a
1: little bit more love. So I'm going to give it a 6.5 for entertainment. Oh. Like it's, okay. it's decent. It has actually gone up in my opinion. After a few watches, I saw it probably about a year and a half, two years ago, something like that for the first time. And I was very, very confused by what was going on (laughs) the gore didn't really bother me because you guys know me but Uh the uh just trying to figure out what was a flashback and what was actually happening and who everyone was because also horrible with names anyway (laughs) (laughs) and uh it just it didn't really hit home for me that first watch through the second watch, I definitely was able to get a lot more of what was going on and it made a bit more sense, but it still was just kind of okay. And this watch through, it, it definitely was better. You do get more from it the more times you watch it
0: mm-hmm. and
1: you're able to notice different things. Like we noticed a mess up.
0: Of <laughs> course, they have to bring that up. <laughs> yeah.
1: I love doing that though. Like I love doing <laughs> those. So when the monster in is coming at Chrissy in the hospital, you're if you look down toward the bottom of the screen, you can see that it's on some kind of like rolling cart apparatus. <laughs> but they never show it again after that. <laughs> so they realized it. Yeah. Later on and fixed that issue. But little things like that it's kind of cool to notice that after watching it a few times. Cause I definitely didn't notice it. The first couple of watches, it was just this time that I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> so things like that were, were pretty good. A lot of the, the reactions that characters had toward different situations felt fairly realistic. Like yeah. when he sliced his hand open and went to find his wife <laughs> and she asked him <laughs> how deep is it? And he's like, I haven't looked yet.
2: <laughs> <A bit>.
1: <laughs> Accurate. <laughs> yep. Yeah.
2: Great line, great delivery.
1: Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, different things like that felt pretty real and organic and authentic. And it it was really nice to see that. There were some things that kind of took away from it, mainly the effects for me. Most of the effects are good. It's just certain things like the body toward the end that dumps out maggots on on mm-hmm. Christy. And when Frank first gets some blood and starts to regenerate, when he like yells out, I just <laughs> I lost it.
0: Yeah, that's pretty funny.
1: <laughs> and it kind of takes you out of the the movie <laughs> setting because you're just laughing too hard. So <laughs> I feel like there are things that could have been stronger with it, but other things that they did pretty well, and it is definitely more of a slow burn kind of a movie. So it could potentially go up in rating down the line with a few more watches, but for now, for me, it's a 6.5. That's
2: cool. Okay. I can't be too mad then. (laughs) Okay So as I was saying before I've actually read the book Which is by the director Clive Barker Hellbound Heart is called I think that's quite rare To actually adapt your own book And actually direct it I don't think that happens too often
1: Mm, No, it's pretty
2: rare Yeah, and I think he does Does a pretty solid job And one thing just to add to something Alyssa was saying about the SMN uh, kinky stuff Is (laughs) 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 <laughs> that that comes from Clive Barker himself because he actually has an interest in that stuff in his own life. So
0: that makes a lot of sense.
2: Makes a lot of sense. He actually wanted to put that front and center in the film, and it's sort of freaky, and there's a lot of like allusions to it. Because the whole idea behind the Cenobites is that they're torn between good and evil, between heaven and hell. Mm -hmm. So there's a lot of like metaphor stuff going on with like pleasure and pain, which sort of links to that sort of sexual type thing. So I remember it it
1: delves more into it in the later movies.
2: Okay, that's cool. Yeah, so that's something I liked a lot about the film, how thematic it was. So. Yeah, this has gone up for me because I already liked it. I'm a big fan. I think it's a cult favourite of mine. And for entertainment, I'm going to give it 9 out of 10. Uh, (laughs) I think this is, for me, it ticks a lot of boxes of what an ideal horror is, like an ideal cult horror. Very gothic, like you said. Really cool, practical, like creature design. Very sort of fleshy and... They do some creative things with it, which I think can be an advantage of doing it practical as well. Is like it's up to a point, it looks realistic, but also there's room to experiment and you know, not maybe look too realistic sort of thing. I think it's quite grounded as well, like the premise and the start of it, like the characters. It's quite smartly plotted. I quite like how they set up in one scene that. Julia is actually not Kirsty's mother but her stepmother and then how they return to that later on mm-hmm. well sort of in the sense because I think part of the suspense of the movie is is she actually going to sacrifice Kirsty or will she turn on Kirsty? Mm-hmm. and I think it adds to that more because she's not like actually her mother so you sort of think she's a bit more likely to maybe turn on her layer. So I, I like the overall metaphor with Julia, how it's almost like even though she's being manipulated and stuff through Frank and stuff, I think they sort of go for this idea that she has like evil in her and she is animalistic sort of thing and ruthless. So It's almost like if she didn't have that in her... I think a lot of this movie is about hubris as well. You know, like, mm-hmm. yeah. with certain characters, there's a lot of ego. Yeah. And I sort of like how they play on, like, the 80s yuppie type theme. <laughs> so when she's like, you're in these, these guys back to the house to feed Frank on. It's almost like, yeah, these are douchey yuppie types, so you can kill them. It's fine. <laughs> we don't, we don't like these people. <laughs> They're perfect sacrifices. But yeah, there, there's some good character stuff. There's some believable characters. I think Kirsty's a really good final gal. I think she's very proactive. She stands up to the Cenobites and. She actually thinks about things, you know, like the game plan to like throw the box out the window, because she'd obviously cottoned on that they can't go outside, and she sort of knew that once she gets outside, she can then get the box, so things like that I really like, so there's a lot of good tension, a lot of good like character stuff. I I sort of feel that Larry at times was from a different movie, I... (laughs) Because I, I like the actor, but I, I feel like he was maybe more comic relief in a way. He, mm-hmm. was, but he was kind of goofy, but yeah. I like that actor, so I think he got away with it. Yeah, there's a lot of cool practical effects. It's very atmospheric, and I like the themes. A- and it kept me guessing as well towards the end, because I hadn't seen it for a long time. So I was on the edge of my seat. Is Kirsty going to survive or not? So, mm-hmm. And also the end in Rocks. The ending is so cool with 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 the dragon. Mild spoiler, (laughs) but there there is a dragon, which you you don't get at the end of most movies.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's fair. I do. I think it is pretty refreshing that the main character is actually pretty smart. And yeah, you're you're totally right. I do like the. I think they did a very good job with the transition of a Julia starting off, like, maybe kind of passive-aggressive towards Larry, but then you start seeing her her true colors as she's being manipulated by Frank and is giving him more and more sacrifices.
2: Yeah.
1: Well, I thought it was kind of cool um, with what you were saying also, like, she basically gets unmasked in a literal sense because they peeled her face off.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> she was in the bed with her face peeled <laughs> yeah, so, I thought that was kind of cool. um, also Frank, with his narcissism, they literally tore him apart,
2: yeah, mm,
1: so there's no way he can look good after that. <laughs> That's a good point. I didn't think about that, yeah,
2: like I really like the effects, as I said, but there were some moments I think we agreed then sometimes the flow of blood was a bit too like drippy and watery and yeah a, a little bit exaggerated, but it was quite entertaining though I quite liked that they gave a good reason for him having to go to the hospital that that yeah. was pretty cool and he's too nice larry that's the, that's his yeah. downfall 'cause he he offered to like carry the couch with them and yeah. and it led to his his injury but there yeah. you go. Cool. <laughs>
0: Well, well, not cool regarding Larry. Poor Larry. (laughs) But uh, for for realism. So before I say my rating, kind of my justification, the whole situation itself isn't that realistic. Like the whole like opening a portal to hell using a puzzle box and essentially like a Rubik's cube, and you know that whole situation. Obviously, that's not like super realistic and since the movie is so focused around that it's hard for me to suspend my belief regarding that since it's such an integral part of the storyline but i will say that the specifically kirsty her reactions are very realistic i think a part of the reason why she's such a sympathetic character is because as a viewer I feel like her reactions would be my reactions in that same situation. So it's just really easy to connect to her with like Julia and things like that. Even though we do have this progression of her becoming more and more evil, it is a little bit harder to believe that a person like that is quite as oh my god i love your alien mug
2: (laughs) (laughs) i wondered how long it would take you to notice it
1: <laughs> it's not the most observant. No, I'm
2: not.
1: <laughs> yeah, like what
0: what episode was it where you like cut your hair Jess and I'm just like, wait a minute. <laughs> like you had to tell me that you cut yeah. your hair and I'm but like, I oh shit.
1: Which movie it was in the middle of, but yeah. Yeah. I had been over there for a couple of hours. <laughs> yeah.
0: But anyways. Terrible. Terrible.
1: Terrible. So my realism
0: is mainly Kirsty that held up the realism a little bit more for me so i will personally give this a three i hate harping on the effects because i feel like the effects themselves are more entertainment now like the actual like lacerations and things like that that's more in the realism but i will oh i will give this movie props the fact that it's like as frank is regenerating me and jess were like wouldn't he be in like a lot of pain because he's essentially just like A skeleton with like little bits of flesh and stuff in the beginning and then finally later down the line he mentioned oh my nerves are coming back i'm starting to feel pain and then even further later you see him smoking a cigarette and he mentions oh it's nice to taste again so i i definitely give this movie props for adding those types of details because it really does add to the realism especially when the viewer is wondering that type of stuff I mean, we might just be really weird (laughs) viewers, but I I can really (laughs) appreciate (laughs) them, like, adding little details like that that don't really matter, but kind of flesh out, (laughs) pun intended, uh, the the lore of the the, uh, realism.
2: (laughs) I agree, I agree. We
1: need to get to the meat of it. (laughs)
0: oh no it's one of those episodes
2: (laughs) (laughs) okay i'll go a little bit higher i mean it is hard to judge realism wise i think it's reasonably grounded like i said and a lot of the reactions are are pretty good so i'm gonna go about middle of the road i'll go about 5.5 for realism I feel there's like there's certain things. I think Frank was too naive to sort of cotton on and obviously like, I think Julia was, was quite smart a lot of the time. She obviously brought the guys home during the day and stuff, but obviously there's so much shit going on in, in that bedroom or wherever that room was in the house. And yeah, you just feel after a certain while he would have cottoned on a bit and it was just a bit too naive, but I, I guess part of that was like his infatuation with her. And that, and that's obviously something they played on in the movie. And yeah, there's certain, certain things which can be explained through hubris, as I said, like the whole sort of gimmick of, of buying the box on like, sort of like this wise looking old guy off the market sort of thing. I feel that's like a cool sort of horror like trope. But, yeah, there's, there's certain moments, I, I think, in general. like I think Kirsty, who generally is very quite smart and proactive and you root for her, but, like, her and her boyfriend, who isn't the sharpest knife in, in the drawer sort <laughs> of thing, <laughs> they have a dumb moment where they think they've got out their house and they actually choose that moment to hug, which is really stupid. They should have made that final step outside. Yeah, yeah. Once you're outside, you know you, you know you, you're safe for sure. So yeah, that that was a little on the naive front again. I guess that's sort of like a horror trope. I thought I don't know if this class uh, as realism so much, but it annoyed me a bit how stereotypical those removal men were. Uh, like just how sort of leery they were, and just sort of how sweaty and stuff and just (laughs) ask they were rude they were like asking for beer you know you should wait to be offered and stuff so they were kind of like stereotypical I think there was also a class thing going on with them because you know Julia who normally isn't afraid to like pull it about she actually like Turned her nose up at them, so mm. I sort of feel like she was like the more middle class character looking down at like the working class with mm-hmm. that stuff. Yeah, I think that is mostly as I said. I think at times with some of the gore scenes, the blood was a bit too exaggerated, and you know they exaggerated the level of like the wound and stuff. But I mean that stuff still looked pretty pretty good to like watch and. I think that's mostly, there's a few things that do let it down a a little bit with, like, realism, but I think overall the characters' reactions were were pretty solid, and Kirsty is something we, someone we rooted for, so some of it is just, like, I guess typical horror stuff where sometimes they just, for the sake of the movie, they have to, like, play with the box a bit more or something, Mm -hmm. but... Kirsty was quite smart with that. She sort of cottoned on to what she needed to do. I did wonder if the final sort of bit, when she obviously when she knows what's going on and she goes back to the house, I mean that's sort of putting her in harm harm's way. And I sort of wondered if she she could come up with a better plan. But I guess it's quite tricky because that was part of the deal in a way. Than they wanted Frank. That being the Cenobite, so but just small stuff like that, overall, I think it's pretty solid,
0: yeah, I didn't think about the the classes and stuff that you mentioned, but yeah, I, I think that is a good point,
2: yeah,
1: so this one was kind of difficult on the realism scale for me to to judge, just because there are some scenes where the effects themselves are so good. And pretty realistic, like Mm. the lacerations on Frank's face, quote unquote, when he's wearing Larry's skin, um, that looked pretty realistic. And there were several scenes like that, but then there's others, like when he first came back to life, where it just looks kind of funny, honestly, (laughs) not gonna Mm. lie. It looks like or a when mummy. The skin's, yes. And when the skin's being stretched and it looks like a completely different texture than it should be. And some scenes, the blood actually looks fairly realistic. And other scenes where it's like super watery and very red, like it's not the right color. So they're a little inconsistent with it, I feel like. And I think that's part of my issue. Because if you're going to be really, really good on some scenes, why not do that everywhere? <laughs> Like, through the whole
0: movie. I mean, it could be limitations with, like, materials and things like that. It or budget. could be,
1: but then just scale back some of it, you know? That's
0: fair.
2: I guess, so... yeah, I think, for me, it's not, like, a big issue because it fits in this sort of movie. And mm-hmm. I think, obviously, although it is, on in, in some ways, like, a full-on scary movie, in other ways, I think it is meant to be, like, a little bit of a B-movie and quite yeah. campy as well.
1: And it is, for the most yeah. part, visually pleasing. To me, it kind of takes me out of the setting. yeah. But At I'm the, also the that. one that's like, I need it to be real.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, again, just just my opinion on that. I can see her really falling for a guy like Frank, but staying with Larry just because... Frank is kind of a a free spirit, I guess, where he just goes off and does his own thing. But as soon as she gets the opportunity to get with him again, she takes it. That kind of situation, unfortunately, happens all the time. Realism or not, like, it happens. I did have questions about where she put the bodies. But then thinking about it, that was one of the issues that I had, with the effects, is they showed one of those bodies. Oh my god! In the attic, that spilled out maggots all over Christy or Kirsty or whatever her name is. And I'm not sure why there were so many maggots coming out of that body. It had only supposedly been like a day or two. Yeah, yeah. Maybe true. it had been a week, but it just didn't seem quite. Right. Like, I feel like it was more of a shock factor kind of thing at that point. Probably, um, yeah. And a gross out factor than actual realism there. Well, plus, yeah. like,
0: a fly would have to be able to be in, I mean, houses typically, like, on a rare chance will have, like, maybe one or two flies, and the fact that the attic door would have More than likely, well, I guess they had, uh, the windows were broken open, so that would have given more opportunity for the flies to, like, smell the body and then go over there and...
1: But it just seemed like an excessive amount of maggots. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Especially for the (laughs) amount of time.
2: But I still like this scene, so... (laughs) (laughs) Even though I accept that complaint.
1: (laughs) Also, there would have been some kind of smell of all of this going on. Yeah. Dude's oozing all over the floor in the attic and smells permeate and he then goes and kills what three guys that we know of that they showed. Yeah. And whether or not those bodies were like juiced. Ew. So could- <laughs> right. How would you describe it <laughs> <them> like that?
0: <laughs> <laughs> juiced. They're not on the green <laughs> smoothie <better> diet. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that reaction that's why I do it yeah. Yeah. <laughs> plus I mean what other term am I going to use <laughs> they got juiced so he could regenerate <laughs> but there were still fleshy bits left
2: yeah which was to
1: compose
2: that really is a waste of so, food I I wasn't sure with some of that stuff because I guess they didn't really show you. So I wasn't really sure how much Julia like cleaned up after (laughs) after Frank and like went to those lengths. So I guess that's possible. I, I think also some scenes I just got the impression because it was like a supernatural type scenario that maybe. Like there was a logic of its own where maybe you could get around that stuff, and it they could just like not have that sort of smell in a way. I don't know, maybe mm-hmm. but,
1: <laughs> but we're already setting aside a lot for the cinnabites. <laughs> the showdown. <laughs> so begins. I'm not setting that one aside. <laughs> <laughs> that one does not get a pass. Okay. <laughs> And even if he got a pass, because technically he was revived magically from blood that fell onto the floor. An excessive amount, I feel, also, of blood that fell from a wound from a nail.
0: Well, but... I,
2: I agree with that. I agree with that.
0: Well, yeah, it's like i, I mean it, I, I still think it would have been a lot of blood because i've gotten injuries yeah. around that area and it bleeds a lot it takes it a does. while for it to stop admittedly
1: yes i've got a scar on my webbing from oh! scissors going ah! into it <laughs> no, 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 no. No, no! it's unpleasant and it does bleed a lot i just feel like it bled an excessive amount in that short amount of time. You're like from my real life experience. <laughs> just saying. <laughs> just saying.
2: No, I, I agree. That that was my first reaction in that scene. Uh, yeah. like,
1: that was a lot. <laughs> but and if he is bleeding that much that quickly, I feel like he has an entirely <laughs> different problem that would probably need to be dealt with. But <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> uh, I-
2: I sort of like then they did actually like take him to the hospital. Yes. I think in some horror movies that they would be quite dumb and like they would just stay there and they say, oh, Mm -hmm. it's nothing. We all tend to the wound here. Yes.
1: Yeah. No, they did take him to get stitches and he does have that bandage the entire time. They even show it when uh, Frank takes Larry's skin. They show that bandage on his hand. So I thought that was kind of cool. Yeah. Yeah, but I again, even if we give Frank a pass for being a supernatural regenerating corpse come back to life, <laughs> I still don't give the other yuppie guys a pass <laughs> 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 just because they were lured in <laughs> and got a bait and switch. Okay. So <laughs> uh-huh. I also don't feel like the hospital scene was very accurate Like, there was a nurse just randomly in her room with a TV watching a flower just bloom randomly. And then once she wakes up, oh, I'll go get the doctor. I'm not going to answer any of her questions about why you're in here or are you okay or anything like that. I'm just going to go get the doctor just comes the in.
2: standard of british healthcare in the 80s uh, that, that's what <laughs> i put it down i think it's even worse today maybe oh
1: God, no <laughs> i have concerns that <laughs> uh, but the doctor comes in and even he doesn't answer like any questions he asks her a couple but when she's reluctant to answer any of them like she doesn't stay whether or not she remembers fully She just kind of clams up and is like, I don't know you. I don't know what's going on. I don't want to talk. Is kind of the reason she gave. And then he leaves. And I feel like in that kind of situation, there likely would have been police involved and probably would have come into the room and asked her some questions about, you know, why she had blood on her and why she was carrying a random box and was unresponsive.
2: Yeah, kind of. That sort of scene, I can give a pass because, you know, I think you do see that scene in like other movies, like where there is just like a nurse sitting in the room with her. And I think the stuff on the TV that is meant to be supernatural or something, I got that impression because later on, there's a connection to like the flower, that they conjure up sort of thing. I just thought that was like, not, not that it's a big deal, but... Yeah, I didn't really mind that scene too much. I mean, the doctor, they were both douchebags. But (laughs) (laughs) maybe they're just not very good at their jobs. But it's like she was passed out. And so I can sort of think that maybe at some point the police would have came and spoke to her. But you have to remember, she was up pretty fast and she was active. So maybe they didn't have time to to get there maybe Maybe.
1: i don't know the whole scene just seemed a little out of place i feel like they could have done a better job with it like the same thing basically could have happened if she had made it back to her own apartment and was just messing with the box there so it seemed a little Hmm. forced and unnecessary and didn't really answer anything
0: I think they're trying to go for maybe creating a more sense of uh, helplessness. But, I mean, I do agree, though, that they they could have put that scene in another area and made it seem a little bit more natural.
2: Yeah. Or oh, oh, they could have just dropped it. I mean, it's yeah. not that important to the storyline, is it? So It's really
1: not. Like I no, said, she could fair. have messed with the box anywhere in... Honestly, they could have made it make a little bit more sense if she was just in her own apartment or something like that, where she was messing with it and realized that this can happen anywhere. I'm not safe anywhere. Yeah. And then maybe she goes to the police station immediately after, tries to explain it. They don't believe her. Yeah. And then she runs straight to the dad's house trying to help him or herself because no one else will. Yeah. Yeah. That's fair. So that's fair. Like it could have been done a little bit better. Yeah. So I'm gonna give it a three overall as well. <laughs> hey, okay, baby, we're twinsies. Soul Sisters. <laughs> Which is rare, honestly.
0: <laughs> <I> for <forgot laughs> <it>. not recently <laughs> for some reason, but
1: <laughs> I I feel like I'm making you more of a cynic.
0: <laughs> Maybe I don't a know. Little bit. <laughs> <laughs> I, I feel but, like once you've done over a hundred of these... Oh, man. I had a notification go off. Um, I, <laughs> I tried to turn... I, I literally turned off the notifications. But anyways, um, what was I saying? Oh, I was gonna say once you've done, like, over a hundred of these, I feel like you just naturally become more of a cynic... Yes? or heard ma'am? nothing. Yeah. Oh, did did you have a, a beep boop? <laughs> I forgot I had an alarm set. Oh, <laughs> see you getting that at me,
1: and then I get to. <laughs> shh, 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 We're professionals. <laughs> we aren't usually recording this late. <laughs> this is fair. Anyway, uh, <laughs> So that's what I give it. It's out.
2: scary when I'm the most professional one on the podcast. That's <laughs> that's not good.
1: you are sorry. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, yeah, it's like we're we're not giving very good impressions
1: of ourselves. <laughs> we're like all Well, well gonna... I've seen
2: enough of your your recordings to to know. <laughs> well, that's good, at prepared. least
1: you at least came into it with your eyes wide open <laughs> 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 to know that we're we're awkward and
0: despite doing these for like over 2 years we're still
1: like <laughs> you just knew what you were walking into.
0: Yep. <laughs> Uh, But yeah, overall, I I definitely think that it's worth the watch. I would encourage anyone who does watch it to watch it multiple times. Because I mean, from my experience, from Jessica's experience, it sounds also from Keith's experience. As you keep on watching it, you get a little bit more out of it. It starts to make a little bit more sense. It's a little bit more cohesive, and then you can kind of dive deep into the symbolism and and all of that good stuff.
2: I'll just add, it it was a <laughs> gag, my, my my joke about British healthcare. It, it was a gag before people start hating on me in the comments.
0: <laughs> yeah, I could have, few- like DM you and be like, "What have you done?" <laughs> <laughs>
1: Uh, they do their best they're
2: underfunded (laughs) so just to get a little bit political they're underfunded but they are brilliant i mean they might not have been that great in the 80s i'm not not i can't say for sure but i
1: know medicine Shit, i'm digging myself in
2: deep again yeah (laughs) Yeah. Uh, it was a gag people
1: (laughs) i would definitely say give it a watch and then wait a little bit and then give it another watch 'Cause it does yeah, that's, have to digest.
2: Yeah, that's fair. Like it's not one I watch super often, but I tend I would say yeah, I'd probably watch it every two to three years maybe. Yeah,
1: it's a weird one.
2: Yeah, there's a it lot like weird. you said to take on and yeah. you definitely learn more as you watch, but I think Pinhead, as he's not officially called in this movie, <laughs> he doesn't <laughs> get given like... that title till part two. Apparently, yeah. he's a really great horror villain. I think yeah. he's underrated, and the Cenobites. I like how they're all quite distinct as well. Quite yeah, definitely. So that's pretty cool. Yeah,
0: like they're, their voices, their looks. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. So for Sure. It's a good cult movie. I think. Yeah. I say.
0: Definitely. Yeah. Thank you everyone for joining us today and please comment on what you guys thought of the movie. And if you'd like to recommend a movie and keep up to date with our content, you can find us on YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and most places that you listen to podcasts. And I do want to throw out, thank you so much, Keith, for joining us today. And uh, we will link his contact stuff below if you'd like to see more of his content.
1: Absolutely. Please, guys, go visit his channel, like, share, subscribe his stuff as well. Yes. Thank you for joining us. We really appreciate it. And if you'd like to uh, support (laughs) our podcast monetarily, we do have a Teespring available. We also have our affiliate link for Plum Deluxe down below. No pressure. It doesn't change the price. If you use our link or anything like that, it just supports the podcast a little bit. We get a small commission from it. And all of those links that we mentioned will be linked down below. And until the next time, guys, stay safe and stay spoopy. Bye.
2: Bye, guys.